ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be a brutal dude. All the guys in my town were brutal dudes. You wanted to be somebody, you were a brutal dude. This is Petey Page. I am Mike. J-Mac. Brutal dudes. So guess what, guys? This is our New Year's episode. Isn't that cray cray? New Year, new us. New Year, new us. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. Um, live fast, die young, leave a hot corpse. Right? Is well, that how it goes? Wasn't that James Dean? Welcome to, welcome to 2023. Uh, hope you all have prepared yourself for the war for water. I'm uh, Jimmy Thunder. <laughs> It's going to be Waterworld, and I'm going to grow gills like Kevin Costner. It's Petey Pidge on the ones and twos. I'm going to piss on a Mr. Coffee and make drinkable water. Bam. <laughs> Mike, you got some big shoes to fill. What do you got? Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> Gene Triplehorn's hot. <laughs> I'm going to go up against Dennis Hopper and his big fucking oil tanker. I'm going to be like, hey, guys. That's my. That's Nicholson. That's not Dennis Hopper. I'm going to drive I'm gonna drive a sea dew into a fucking uh, barge and destroy it with one fucking sea dew. Yeah, dude. Sea <laughs> dews and don'ts. Sea dees nuts. Sea dees, sea dees. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, well, we, we were we, talking. Before, we were talking before about Christmas stuff, right? Yeah, but and we never got into like the like the happy Christmas slash traumatic Christmas. And I think okay. that like we can do that. To- we can bang that out real quick. And then we can talk about, then I'd like to talk about uh, things that how much I hate new year's resolutions and, and goals for the next year that we have set for ourselves, That's not fair. necessarily as a podcast, as a crew, but individually what our goals are for the next year. So I have some pretty doozies. So yeah, um, uh, you want to go first? Absolutely. I can go first. Absolutely. Okay. What are we doing? Happy or mad first? We could do like we could do both. Yeah, let's do both. Or we That's could do good. yeah, sure. Um I will never forget the Christmas that my dad asked my mom as a Christmas present to stop smoking. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. So I grew my mom was a smoker like my whole life. She ended up quitting uh when I was a young adult, when I was in my twenties, through the power of vapes. Um she was oh, ricking the power of vapes gone. Yeah. She was ripping sick vape hits in her uh, Subaru Impreza. No, I'm just kidding. She was not. <laughs> uh, no, but she actually used vaping like in its like pretty like decent intention. Like she had started with like a nic- like started with a nicotine and then like gradually like went down and down in nicotine until she was just like inhaling water vapor. And she was able to not have put nicotine in her body for a few years. And then like something stressed her out and she had a sister who smoked and they had a pack of cigarettes close by. My mom grabbed one and fell right off that fucking wagon. So addiction's a bitch, but she, uh, smoke? she smokes. Yeah. She's back to it now. Right. Um, so, but the Christmas that my dad asked her to quit smoking for Christmas was like, it was really funny because she had run out of cigarettes like the, the, like on Christmas Eve. And, uh, and she's like, fine, I'll quit cold turkey and like went to bed and then woke up the next morning and um, we were playing Wheel of Fortune, but it was with emotions. So um, she woke up sad and then she woke up and then she turned to angry and then she turned to quiet and then she turned to frustrated and then she went back to sad 
and like cried like three times and it just got to the point where my dad was just like all right fuck it and he drove to the gas station and he spent nine dollars on a pack of cigarettes and i'll never forget it because like my mom called him an asshole for doing it for spending nine dollars on cigarettes and she's like what's this for and he's like so you'll go back to fucking normal and uh she like looked at him like and she did this thing she's like she wasn't gonna smoke him and then lo and behold an hour later there she was and she went back to fucking normal she absolutely did um pete i'm not gonna i'm not shitting on your story i'm not sure whether that was the happy or the sad one <laughs> no that's the sad that's like the one okay. where it's just because it was, was christmas day. like you, were, you talk when you brought it up at first it was like oh this is the happy one mm-hmm. and then you're like and then she went back to normal and i'm like i don't that doesn't yeah, feel happy no, <laughs> no, no, this no. is a pro smoking story <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, I'm actually Don Draper, and this is 1955. <laughs> yeah, and right. uh, spend every episode smoking in, insane amounts of cigarettes and yeah. not have a plot, and then you're and cheating Men. and cheating on your wife, and, yeah. uh, and then you yeah. have Mad Men, then, yeah. and that skyrockets you to fame <laughs> and um, abusing women because that's cool, kids. Uh, um, uh, no, it's cool to that's, beat that's, your bitch and smoke. I watched I watched the episode first episode of Mad Men. I was like, this is intriguing. My wife was like, this is gross, and I was just like. Yeah, it's a little more gross and intriguing. Dude, I watched that whole series, and I'm telling you right now, CJ kept telling me I was going to start liking it, and I was like, when? And he's like, just keep watching. And I kept Season watching five. to the end. Season five. <laughs> I kept watching to the end, and I didn't like it at all. It was fucking garbage. The worst, one of the worst wastes of my time I've ever done in my, I love John Hamm. I love John Hamm. One of the worst wastes of Did you see the time. new Fletch? I saw parts of it and I like it a yeah, lot. It's good. He's really good at it. I, 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 I would, I was struggling so hard because CJ was like, "Well, this is a character study," and I was like, "Then it shouldn't be a fucking TV show. It should be an off-Broadway play because this is stupid as shit." Or I'm a movie like uh, Goodwill Hunting. I'm done with this. It wasn't even worth a movie, dude. It was stupid, so stupid. And then every and and everyone that ever liked the show. As soon as I bring up a plot point that is stupid, they're like, that's the time period. I'm like, that's a fucking dumb excuse. Absolutely. Oh, 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 she forgot about her baby that she had in the first season. She gave it away. Well, she gave it away. That's what people did in those days. And I was like, no, it's fucking not. And as a matter of fact, it's the opposite of what people did in those days. They kept the baby, stayed in bad relationships and pretended like nothing was wrong. That's what happened. Hey, people days. can still do that today. Too. They can, but I'm saying Absolutely. it's it's frowned upon today. Back then, it was what you did. Oh, your husband beats you. Put some makeup on and go back to work. And I'm not well, saying that it was right, but you like, can't work. You got to make dinner in your high heels. Yeah, I almost said in the kitchen. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like it was so dumb, and I was like, and and it, it never none of the plot points ever pay off. All of the characters are fucking reprehensible. They never get their just due. Like they all at the end of the if if you wanted to satisfy me with that show, every person in that show should have gotten cancer. Every character should have gotten cancer <laughs> for the amount of cigarettes that they smoked. They smoked more cigarettes in an episode than I've seen kids that I knew start smoking in high school and smoke in high school. Like there was that money many cigarettes. It was like it, I, I I can't even relate it to if- anything. If Mad Men would have ended that way, I would have absolutely watched it start to finish. Like, if it would have ended with, like, a dramatic scene and then, like, a cut to black with, like, every one of them caught lung cancer and died. The end. I'd have been like, I'd, I'll go back and watch that because that's fucking I would, dumb I mean, and I would hilarious. even want a better payoff. The whole episode is just the the decline of each character 
with makeup and everything into fucking cancer and death. That should have been how it ended for all of them because it was ridiculous. They're all deplorable people that do deplorable things. They never get their comeuppance and they don't even follow the storylines that they create in their own lives. Like they'll start something and then the next season, it's just like, they don't even mention that it happened. Like there, there could be a dragon that comes in and like, like Peach Dragon. No offense, Pete. You're like season three got fucking weird. Season three got weird. A pink dragon came and started making fucking waffles for everyone every morning. I love waffles. And then the next season they would be like, you'd think somebody would be like, oh man, I missed that dragon that used to make us waffles. They'd be like, dragons don't exist. The end. That's how it was back then. Yeah, that's how it was back then. Right. We had baby dragons and we gave them away. And then we never. I'm going to be the contrarian here. I liked Mad Men in the beginning. It didn't pan out well for me. And I think it's because, so I, I, as a non fan of the show from the beginning, I don't know if you know this, but it's based off real people. Yeah. Yeah. So it deviated from their real lives at like the halfway point and the direction that they go in for the fictional version of them. I didn't like like it was better when it started with the real story of them. Cause again, while they're deplorable people, they were real people. Yeah, no, <laughs> like that's and, a and I lo- real story. Yeah, because eventually right. you would have got to a point where it would have been like, oh, this is a real. Yeah, this is how real life works. Yeah. <laughs> At a certain point, they were like, ah, I don't like how this goes. I know what we'll do. Let's make up. And then it's like, oh yeah, that's how that would break down. Like, no, fucking idiots. This show sucks. Your life is a boring, stupid, fucking fallacy. Anyway, Pete. Happy no, I was gonna say, yeah, happy, yeah, happy Madman. Um, no, that's so that was actually that was definitely like the the traumatic, like bad, like Christmas because like we couldn't really open our gifts or enjoy like a breakfast or like because it was just like dealing with that and my mom going through like active withdrawal sy- symptoms and not able to handle her emotions and you know eventually we got there and then we you know we did the thing where we were like pack it up and head to grandma's house and do the whole thing there but like. Yeah, that was like the the one where like I will never forget that Christmas. I just like, whoa. Um, the I'm trying to think of like a really good Christmas memory. Uh, I think it would have to be Jesus Christ. I can't think of anything like recent. I mean, like you know, it's always really like um, your gift swap. I mean, it's not a Christmas day, but like your gift swap is. Since you've started it, has always been a source of great joy for me at Christmas time. I, I, I thank you. This one. I mean, I try to have a good time, and like now we've been doing it like after the holidays because before the holidays is just insane. Like everyone has so many things going on, yeah, and it's, it's just tough. it's nuts. Um, I think like I mean maybe the Christmas where we got our N sixty four that was amazing. That was like you ever see that video of the kid freaking out over the N sixty four when he he opened it for Christmas? That was us. That was my brother and I when we got our N64. We were just like losing our goddamn minds. Um, and the crazy thing is that I knew I was getting it because like a month before Christmas, I was like, actually, I think I want a PlayStation, Dad. And he was just like, what? And I was like, yeah, I just, you know, after playing my friends, it's just is cooler and there's cooler games. And he's just like, well, you oh, asked yeah. for it. He's like, well, you asked for an N64, so you probably are going to get an N64. Or he said, he didn't say that. He's like, you asked for an N64 months ago. And I was like, yeah, I know, but and he's like, you asked for an N64 months ago. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I got you. Do you like you. having all 10 fingers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You like no. 64? <laughs> he, he just looked at me. He just like, he looked at me and he said it twice and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. And like that game, and like GoldenEye's cool. Like I loved GoldenEye. 
So yeah, it was one of those. Yeah, we definitely knew it was coming, but yeah, that was like, and then it was so funny to like, sorry, N64 memory, but like when they had to come out with the expansion pack because they didn't have enough memory, and then like certain games had the expansion pack. I just remember me and my parents being like, wait a minute, wait, 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 we have to buy this $60 game and this $30 fucking expansion pack for one game. Like they were like, they're like, make it make sense. Like that's essentially what they asked us. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, this is how it works. And it was it was so funny. Sorry, but yeah, that was that was definitely an amazing Christmas. Being able to like unwrap that and be like, oh my god, um, or like having a like. So my 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 aunt and my grandmother never got us video games for Christmas because they were just like against it. Um, but then when we were like into other things, like when we started getting into playing Magic as teenagers, like they would get us Magic cards, and I was just like, I remember that being so fucking awesome. Being like, <gasps> you're actually getting us stuff that we want. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> instead of clothes and maybe a bike <laughs> I mean bikes are cool but whatever yeah Fuck that's my those. right <laughs> I mean now I'm not upset by getting like socks and underwear for Christmas I'm like fuck yeah these are comfy oh, as mom, shit my mom's pajama pants game is on dude she gets she gets me good fucking sleepwear like crazy she'd like oh fucking pajama pants oh man she picks like the most comfortable pairs i'm like oh, these are so my crazy. my wife's grandmother changed my, my wife's grandmother changed my fucking life because she bought me sweatpants for christmas the one year and i was like oh cool thanks but then like in my head sweatpants are always this like you the gross kids wear them like because you know if you're the poor kid at school in like middle school you're wearing sweatpants to school now it doesn't fucking matter but like I got them as like a, a I was like eight, 19 or 20 or whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. Thanks. And then like I wore them the one day to like lounge around the house. And I was just like, oh, my fucking God. Like, I just like, <laughs> what am I, I, yeah. I was like, I was like, like well, I'm, I'm never wearing regular pants again. I'm never, yeah, wearing, yeah, like, I'm, I'm never wearing my tight leather pants again. Right. I was like, I've been fucking up so hard. This is so long. <laughs> uh, like and now I literally have like, I probably have like seven pairs of seven pairs of sweatpants in my drawer <laughs> that like. With winter time, it's cold. Cycle through them, baby. Like that's why I'm great... with Britney Spears t-shirts. <laughs> I have a whole week's worth of Britney Spears t-shirts. So then, any given time, I can have a Britney week. You can have a, any given time. You could be a slave for you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. No. That's a and they're they're a great layer underneath. Like because I go camping every winter with friends. Uh. Those under uh those under jeans is like a perfect like you don't even need like snow pants. Like you can just last forever with like sweatpants and jeans. It's perfect. Yep. So those are my memories. I will pass the pass the torch. I almost have too many bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not sure I can narrow down the bad ones. I mean, there's just so many. And it's it's the same stuff over and over again because my family is just garbage. So it's <laughs> it's really just the same bullshit over and over again, which is why I hate holidays and my family. But <laughs> Christmas Eve's were always good when I was a kid because we would go to my grandparents' house. My grandmother's birthday was Christmas Eve. Oh, cool. So, so she felt slighted as a kid, of course, as, as people do. So as an adult, she was like, I'm going to have a giant Christmas Eve party. That's all about me for Christmas. <laughs> like, love that. And yeah, and it was, they were always great because she would go all out for it because it was her birthday party. Um, and then Jesus secondary. Um, <laughs> uh, the one year, those, those were always fun. They were always great. 
And the one year I remember, like, nobody in on my dad's side of the family really drank. And that was my dad's side of the family. My mom's side of the family were, they were high from four days before the party started. So, but nice. for my dad's side of the family, like, nobody even really drank. So, like, Christmas Eve party would be the one time everybody would, like, get wild and have, like, one beer. <laughs> would, be like, <laughs> would be like the thing this is my seltzer. <laughs> yeah and uh my grandfather wasn't even like he wouldn't even have like his one beer he would have like one mixed drink that would be like mostly the mix and like a drop of alcohol <laughs> so i for whatever reason like i put in my mind like that was cool because i was used to seeing people who were just fucked up all the time so i was like that's cool that like this one night like they're gonna have like a drink and I was like, that makes it like a cool, fun thing you're doing. And you're not, you know, an addict like the rest of my family. And um, I was like, hey, can I make your drink that you're going to have for Christmas? And he's like, sure. <laughs> and I was like, what do you want? And he's like, vodka and orange juice. He's like, wait a minute. Let me ask your dad if this is OK. So he goes to my dad and he tells me he's like, yeah. So my dad comes up and my dad's like, listen, make him a vodka and orange juice. He's like, it's three parts to one part. And in my mind, I was like, wow, three quarters of that cup is vodka. Because <laughs> I'm a pretty young kid. I was like, that seems like a lot. But I mean, I don't know. So yeah, <laughs> if he's telling me, it's got to be that. So I pour this big glass of vodka and then just top it off with some orange juice. So it gets like a vaguely orange color. To it. Oh boy. And I get it to my grandfather and he's looking at it like he can tell something's wrong. He's like, so this is the one you made? And I was like, yeah. He's like one step of it. And he looks at me. He's like, how did you make this? Like, walk me through the steps here. I was like, oh, dad handed me the bottle of vodka and the thing orange juice. He's like, pour them into a glass, three parts in one part. And he's like, right, right. So you pour the, I was like, vodka. And he's like, right, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, I poured the vodka, three quarters of the glass of vodka. Is right. All right. <laughs> And I was like, and then, you know, top it off with some orange juice. He goes, okay, that's why it has that slightly orange tinge to it. That makes sense. Oh my God. So he was like, hey, go ask your cousin if you want them to make a drink. <laughs> so I go over to my cousin and he was like, sure. What drink do you want to make? I was like, literally just one vodka and orange juice. And I was like, I made it for him. And they're like, is it good? And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, you should have one. So I do the same thing. So after like an hour, I've made everybody at this party a vodka and orange juice. And I'm on the second bottle of vodka. At this point. <laughs> and the vodka has been there for like 10 years <laughs> because, yeah, because they they go through it at such a snail's pace. So I'm on like the second bottle of vodka. And my dad is now suspicious because he sees me throwing away an empty bottle of vodka that he handed me to open <laughs> to make one drink with. And he sees a bunch of people with these vodka and orange juice drinks. So he comes up to me and he's like, what's happening? And I was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I'm making people drinks. I'm really good at it. I was like, everybody keeps asking me to make them drinks. And he's like, you're, he's like, you're opening another bottle. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, make me one of these drinks. So I started pouring. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, you told me it's three to one. He's like, right. I was like, three quarters of the glass is vodka. And then I finished off the last quarter with orange juice. And I was like, and since the glass kind of like, you know, fans out as it goes up, I was like, I just do mostly vodka. And then I just pour a little bit of orange juice on top. 
And he's like, how many people are drinking? I was like, literally everybody at the party. <laughs> That's what it is. So that was my favorite, like getting my whole family wasted. I was like, this is fun. This is how this should happen. Um, but then bad is like anything with my mom's side of the family. Still to this day. <laughs> it's, yeah, I hope they hear this. Fuck you. Do, they have, <laughs> do you have like one? There's not one that just stands out as the baddest. Um, Not to make you rehash it if you don't want to rehash no, it. No, no, no. No, that's fine. Is there one that just, um, that's even if it's not the worst, just one that stands out that you're just like, Here's an example of, of the fucking madness that happens. Honestly, it's 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 probably stuff that happens more now, only because I'm trying to get the best way to word this. I'm pretty far removed from the fucked up stuff of my childhood, like as far away from that yeah. as you can be. So when I see it affect grandkids and nieces and nephews and all that kind of shit, it's that annoys me more because I'm so far removed from my own anger about it at this point like not that i'm like a super well-adjusted person but i'm as much as you can be (laughs) you're as much as well adjusted as you can be with a apothecary's uh crusher a piece of human skin and a dead baby doll on your on your desk i mean that's that's, i'm I'm pretty well adjusted (laughs) i don't judge yeah (laughs) so seeing it affect like a newer generation of kids that bothers me more so it's it's really the more recent Christmases that are worse, in my opinion. It's just because that's fresher. And then seeing them do it to somebody else, like they didn't learn already from it. I I don't That's think... still how I make a vodka and orange juice, too. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Once you have a good recipe, you don't fuck with it. Yeah, right. You don't fuck with it. You don't mess with it. I mean, there's a there's a brunch place in the city that like that when you get a mimosa, they hand you a glass of champagne and an eyedropper of orange juice. So you can literally put a drop of orange juice in your mimosa. I'm like, that's hilarious. Uh <laughs> I I don't think I have had a bad Christmas. I've had some awkward Christmases, but I don't think I've ever had a really, really bad one. Um, but I've also never had like one that I was like, this Christmas is the best Christmas ever. I have lots of good Christmas memories because my favorite holiday and even I don't want to blame it completely on me. I'm not putting like it on my shoulders, but like, I feel like even if it's not going great, I make it better. Like I remember specific things about Christmas. Like I remember, and if I get choked up, I apologize about this because it's going to happen naturally. It's not anything I can control. Like the one thing that I am going to miss this year is my dog died and she used to open the gifts for us. And it was the funniest fucking thing. I've, I've never seen a dog do it this way ever. She would, you've seen it, Pete. She'll I've seen it, yeah. Paper, and instead of like most dogs, like scratch at it, they rip it up. Right. And she would take it where the tape was taped, bite it, pull it as much as off as she could, then find another piece pull that like like she's actually with thumbs unwrapping a gift it was amazing and it's we have videos that we're probably gonna end up watching christmas day that just are so hilarious to watch because like she would patiently wait for you to say here's yours and then she would jump in and like sometimes she would get overly anxious as, as dogs do and she would like grab a piece of paper that you were tearing off already and help you but like she would never jump the gift on you like and pull the gift away from you unless you said here bell you open this one 
And then she would open that. And it was just the funniest fucking thing. I Every year it used to make me piss my pants laughing that she would just, I was like, I wish I could wrap more gifts just so she could open them. Cause I could sit here and watch this all day. Um, another fun thing that we used to do is um, when my dad was at the house uh, when I was younger, I mean, as I got older, we still did it too, but like he would always be the one to like hook up my, my video game systems. Okay. So we would always end up test testing the games together. Um, and that was really some of the only times we ever played video games together. So like, I remember specifically, I got the one year I got NHL 94 and Madden 93 the same year. And we played Madden 93 for four hours that day because he loved Madden 93. He thought he was, it was like his favorite game. And we would just, we would play that for, we played it for hours. Um, that was fun. Those were always fun when we got to play the game. Sometimes he would just watch me play the game and just sit upstairs and we would just like chill. Uh, and that was cool. Um, we used to, he used to get stereo equipment. So like whenever we would, we would all get CDs. Uh, we would take turns playing our new CD in the stereo that he would have. What was your first CD? Ever? Yeah. The Blues Brothers. Um, briefcase full of blues. Because I, my dad had it on, has it on vinyl, had it on vinyl, and I have it now. And it was one of the first records that I listened to. And I remember like saying to myself, I'm gonna I'm gonna replace all his records with CDs and I'm gonna have all those records on CD. And I did replace most of them, but then you know, and at the time, like everyone looks at it now and they're like, Oh, you're so dumb for spending that money on CDs. And I'm like, You gotta remember that when the CDs came out, like you didn't think there was another level that you could go to. Like nobody thought, let's make music digital and stream it. They right. were just like, CDs are it, that's the game. It's same with VHS. People are like videotapes are the are the thing. That's it. You, this is what you need. And then as technology just advances and advances and advances, you look back and you're like, ah oh, man, spent all that money. But like I remember I was it was almost more fun looking for CDs. Like I would ask for like ones that he knew because they were his records. Like I remember he got me the one year that he got me Humble Pie. It's uh Rockin' the Fillmore. It's a live mm -hmm. CD. And it was my one of my favorite records that he gave me. And he had to like special order it the cd like online to get humble pie and then, but he got it for me and i was like oh it's great i played it i still play it to this day i have it in my car not the cd did but the songs um so those were cool memories um we used to have like a routine where we would go um we would go to we would open gifts then eat breakfast then we would go to we went to church when we were real little, but then my mom stopped forcing us to go to church and she would just go. And my dad refused to go to church because he went to Catholic school and he said he, he put all his church time in then. So he didn't need to spread it out anymore. So he would, it would, once I got old enough to, to decide not to go, um, me and him would just hang out and like watch Christmas stuff. A lot of times we'd watch a die hard. Usually they'd have a star Wars, uh, marathon of the original three. So we would watch that. Um, just bullshit. Listen to listen to his new CDs, my new CDs. He'd play whatever instrument stuff that he got on the guitar while my mom was gone. And then when she came home, we would get ready and we would go to my grandparents. Um, and then we would go to, and we would hang there. And then all the cousins were usually there at the same time. So we got all our gifts together at the same time for my grandparents. And my grandparents were cool. Um, they, they, they had a tendency. I feel like they they knew that they needed to give more gifts to certain relatives because they didn't get a lot. And I always feel like some relatives, they didn't know well enough to get 
like good gifts, but like, and you know, there was always that like family jealousy thing where like, oh, this one got more than this one. Da, da, da. I never had that problem with my grandparents because my grandparents, I spent a lot of time with all my grandparents and I knew, so I didn't, I, they knew me well enough to know what I like. So like, I remember the one year they ordered the Batmobile, the 1989 Batmobile toy, which mm. was like one of those toys that you just couldn't get a hold on. Right. They like pre-ordered it. Like they had it back ordered for me. And I remember I got it that year and it was like, that was the coolest gift that any of us got that year was like the Batmobile. And that was mine. And even though that was like my one gift, it was cool as shit. And I was one of my favorite toys till I was till way after I was, I was too old to play with toys. I still kept that Batmobile. You're like, it is literally in the passenger seat. I wish I did. I wish I did. It had the sides that blew off. Like remember? Oh, nice. Yeah. So cool. That's cool. Um, they also got me my grandma like they would because my grandparents both both grandparents were cool my grandma on my dad's side was cool i never liked my grandpa on that side he was a dick but um my grandma was always really cool good to me so like i remember the year she decided to get me sega no she decided she yeah so she did she got me nintendo Nintendo 8-bit and the one year that year my other grandparents my mom's mom and dad they wanted to get something so they like teamed up so I got Nintendo and my first game for Nintendo was Super Mario Brothers 3 nice I was like what a fucking game to get as your first game that is I have Back's- so much fun I still have fun playing that game yeah it's a it's amazing it's all time classic, classic. Yeah. yeah and it was like I got it when it first came out for Nintendo with my Nintendo um and I got bad gifts too. Like my one grandma got me power glove the one year. It was the worst fucking thing ever. But <laughs> dumb, stupid shit. I thought I'd be punching things and virtual reality back before it was a thing. And it, you had to do fucking, you had to, you had to commit sign language just to get your character to jump up a fucking thing. I was like, it's easier to do the controller. So uh, I used the power glove as a prop when I used to play other things. I used to pretend I could like control things with it. Um, I remember a lot of times we would go to, so then we would go to dinner with, all of my cousins, my mom had four sisters, three sisters. So we would go there. All the families would con- convene for dinner and exchange gifts. And it was a good way to find out if your aunts and uncles actually paid attention to anything you said, because if you got like you, sometimes you would get lame gifts that like had nothing to do with you. That were just the popular gift of the day. Sometimes they would know what to get you. And that actually caused the two most traumatizing things that have ever happened to me at Christmas time. Um, one of the things that I try to pass on is my love for Christmas. And when my sister was very little, my little sister, and she'll laugh when I tell this story because it's, it stuck with her too. And it's sad. It's, it's very sad, but it's like, it's endearing, but it's very sad. So there were two years in a row where maybe not in a row, but two years where she got me something that she was so excited to give me as a present. And someone had already given me that gift and it, like, and I say this, and I know she's going to say I'm exaggerating, but it's not. It crushed her fucking soul. Like, she was so upset. And I remember the two things it was. The, the first year, it was, um, she got me, I think it was Dumb and Dumber. Maybe I don't remember as well as I think I do. I know it was two movies that she got me. It was, she got me, like, Dumb and Dumber on VHS or or 
Batman on VHS, Batman Forever. And one of my aunts, I think it was my Aunt Cindy, got me that too. And it, and before I had opened Michelle's, I had opened hers, and she was devastated that I got that. A couple of years later, my friend Matt got me X-Men on DVD, and my little sister had gotten me X-Men 1.5. And I remember I opened the gift that my, I, I swear to God, I'm not making this up. She might say that I am, but I don't even care. Like, this is exactly what happened. I opened, my friend Matt came over and hung out with us because he was really close to the family. He gives me the gift. I open it up in front of Michelle and she sees what it is and instantly starts crying, like hysterically crying because, and I, and I look at it from her perspective, right? Your big brother who you look up to, even though she won't admit that she does. She looked up to me at the time. She was so excited about giving me this gift. Right. She knew how much I liked X-Men. She put probably a ton of thought into the, into the gift. Gets me this gift Christmas Eve night. She finds out that I already got the gift because I opened this person's gift first. So it's not even like she can go out because it's late. She can't go out and get another gift. Right. Like, so her fucking, the whole gift of giving me a gift that she was excited about was ruined and it was not anything I could have controlled. Not even a little bit. And she wasn't old enough yet. She was still little enough where like she didn't contact my friends to see what they got me. So she couldn't coordinate with them like, hey, I got him this. Okay, I won't get him this. I I felt so bad. I to this day, I think about that moment and it was it's like I felt so because there's nothing you can do. Like you, you can't you can't escape that in any way i felt so bad oh it was so it was so bad um that's like the most traumatizing thing that ever happened but like otherwise i have nothing but good memories we used to have christmas dinner and like i would invite um sometimes i'd invite friends that couldn't go away pete's been to at least two christmas dinners right probably more than mm-hmm. that right uh if not christmas dinner then definitely dessert yeah definitely um, I know a couple, I know it was at least two years. Um, he, his, he came, him, him and his wife came over and ate with us because they were, you know, their relatives are all far away. So they came and ate my friend Dewey and Belinda. They came two years, I think to eat because they, her du- Belinda's family was in Philly and she didn't drive and Dewey's family was in Williamsport and it was just too far away. So I just picked them up from Westchester and brought them home with me. And then I took them home that night. They stayed over and it was, it was cool. They enjoyed themselves. Um, we used to, when we had dinner at my aunt's house, the big dinner, we used to, one of the things we used to do is we used to beatbox, not beatbox songs. So like, I, like my cousin played the drums, so he would play the drums on the table and my dad would get a, an acoustic guitar out and my uncle would have an acoustic guitar and my uncle would play rhythm and my dad would play lead and we would do like earth, wind and fire. And I would do the obnoxious voices and stuff. Like I would do the singing. And we would just sit there for hours, just just beatboxing songs and hanging out. And those were always like some of my my favorite fun times. My one aunt who who um, you know she used to do ceramics, uh, and she was real artsy. She would like open up her sketchbooks and let us draw, and she would like help us draw like pictures a lot of times when we were little. So we would sit and we would draw Spider Man like fifty times, and she would be like, you know, you do this. This is this makes his head look a little bit normal. You got you're too much angle on his hand. His hand's too big. Um, so that was always cool. Uh, we just had fun. It was just a lot of fun. My favorite Christmas though is, was a Christmas Eve. So it was right after my dad left. Um, 
It was it was soon after my dad left. It was probably like two years, two or three years after my dad left my mom. Um, we had we used to have a Christmas Eve party at my cousin's house, and my aunt would always have this Christmas Eve party, and my aunt had died. So it was like a year after that that we didn't we did we went over her house the first year um to do it to just keep the tradition alive and it was cool but it was like it was kind of you know not everybody was was all about it um and we we would go get my grandma from Lancaster and bring her up and she would spend Christmas with us uh and the one year Pete you're you know you know what I'm going to talk about so we had this Christmas Eve party and sometimes people show up sometimes people didn't it was fluctuating but Pete's family was in town uh for Christmas that year which was I believe that was the first year you bought your house right uh it was either the first year I bought my house or the second year I can't really I remember the second year. yeah because you because yeah because the first year you didn't yeah it was the second year because that was the big thing was they were coming down yeah because his family was down and his mom wanted to thank us for letting them have Thanksgiving dinner with us a couple of times um they were coming to the Christmas Eve party um but for some reason, everyone I invited to the Christmas Eve party, and there was at least, God, it had to be 30 people, uh, all decided to just show up. Friends, family, Pete's family. And we just had such a great time at the Christmas Eve party. Like, everybody was laughing. They were eating. Pete's family and my family were sitting at the table telling jokes and talking and having fun and playing cards. And we were all sitting in the living room and, and bullshitting and opening gifts and watching TV eating food it was just it was one of my favorite memories of christmas like forever it was just so naturally pure good like there wasn't even even with all the stuff and like my mom really needed it because she was just really feeling down because her both of her parents were dead um her her mom died around christmas time uh my mom always really loved christmas too but it was like a lot of the family members were like estranged like they weren't talking there was her sister had just died my aunt and my dad had left and like she was just doom and gloom and it's like all these people coming there and having such a good time made it such a great christmas it was just so much fun we had we had a really good time it was a great time it was it was it was so much fun it was great it was that was that's one of my favorite christmas memories that's probably actually that's probably my favorite christmas memory of all time uh, I've never been late on Christmas, but that will probably eventually overtake that memory, depending on who it is. You know, if it's Ooh, like a, that's no, that's that's that is something that is my anti fetish. Really? 100%. You won't have 100%. sex on Christmas Day? I, I mean, if it happens, it happens, but like Chris, Christmas, like porn, like. Oh, Christmas porn. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Like or like, Christmas or like, sex. no, no, no. But even like, like sexy Santa lingerie or sexy elf lingerie, instant like, yeah, shut it down. I hate it. Can't stand it. So, so this this time of year is a little tough for me, guys. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> you know, because all the websites are updating and all the new like videos and all the old school videos come out. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I just want to find something regular. Like, yeah, no, it's it's a hard time. Does anybody <laughs> do Thanksgiving porn anymore? Pilgrim porn. <laughs> Probably, but but like, you know, it's what like the the Christmas one is. Yeah, it's like you know, a Mrs. Claus, and then the elves, and you know, just or Santa. And it's just like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's out there. But isn't there Cinco de Porno? <laughs> Can we just have that? Cinco de Porno, National Secretary's Day porn. <laughs> Why does it always have to be Christmas? Oh my God. 
yeah no that's that's something that i'm like ugh, i just like cringe at the thought of it i did there was one year where i did a bunch of edibles <laughs> <laughs> and then just hung out with a bunch of little kids that was awesome though <laughs> so that would be um so what do you guys since since it's new year's now that we did the christmas part what do you guys oh i like how my my face dips into the camera this way <laughs> I look like one of those french girls <laughs> what um do you guys have any i don't i hate resolutions i hate the idea of resolutions i think that's the dumbest thing ever invented because it makes it conducive to not finishing or finishing it and I think if you have a goal, you should have a goal to get to a point. And then once you accomplish that goal, it should be accomplished. It shouldn't be like, well, I'm not going to keep it going for the next year. So I make goals for myself for Christmas. Uh, do you guys have any goals for Christmas and what are they? Or for New Year's, I'm sorry. Do you, did you want to go, Mike? Do you have any idea? Or? Um, I mean, I've been trying to kick this horse tranquilizer habit for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I got to be honest, my heart's not in it. <laughs> um, but it's the horses. <laughs> JK. He's, he's Mr. Ed. <laughs> That's my deep voice, JK. Um, yeah, no, I... Um, what was I going to say? Anything you have planned for the next year that's like a goal to accomplish? I mean... There's always like, I mean, being a homeowner, there's always like a goal. Like we have an idea of like the next thing we want to do to our house. And I'm hoping that happens in 2023. Um, so, but like. You to install a stripper's pole, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's very easy. But like. Um, oh, that's not what you were planning. Okay. No. no. I pitched um, that multiple times for the house. <laughs> I'm I'm too afraid, man. I keep seeing fail videos where they like snap off the ceiling and smash into somebody's television. I'm like, nah, that nope, that's not for me. <laughs> that's why you don't but, put them near the TV. That's just a rookie. Well, it, it is a rookie move. <laughs> yeah, it is a rookie move. But um, yeah, no, that's I mean, that's that's the one thing. And then like, I don't know, like my wife has had a goal of like taking a vacation, like a week long vacation twice a year. So because she's like she's built up time at work and she did she was the new new person for like a few years and now she's not the new person she's not really like low man of the totem pole so like she has time off and she can take the time off so she's like she's like I'm trying to take time off for myself and like mental health and so on and so forth and I'm like fuck yeah do that um so yeah me I just I don't I don't know like it's a it's can I make a suggestion to you for a New Year's thing to accomplish with your house. What's that? I'm thinking about this since we went to that comedy show this weekend. Had nothing to do with comedy, but you had mentioned something to me about the the problem of steps and your dad. Mm -hmm. What if you put an escalator in your going down to your basement? Like, I wonder what that would cost. I mean, you wouldn't need to use it all the time because, like, literally, like you can walk up the steps. Yeah. Like if you had an escalator, it would be like, especially for guests or like a party, you could turn it on and it would be like a great way to get up and down those steps because they are thin steps, Pete, and they are knee wrenching when you walk up them. 
I'm not saying you should do it for me. I'm saying you should do it for your dad. Do it but for your dad. Um, do it for your dad. Right. Or make trick steps because this is what I've always wanted to do. I don't know if you guys have ever like thought of like booby trapping your house, but like I've always wanted to do this when I get a house. I remember I watched the show once where these guys were on the steps and they pushed a button and the steps turned into a flat surface so that you couldn't like a slippery flat surface. I really want to do that and put pads at the bottom of the steps so nobody gets hurt. But like just trick somebody like like if if Pat comes over and you just want to mess with him, you just push the button and the steps go away and he slides into the wall. I just think that would be fucking hysterical. I mean, it would be. It would also be probably super expensive and I don't know if it would add any value to my house. <laughs> I don't know, dude. If you turn it into a fun house, you can always open it up a couple times a year for people to go through the tricks. Yeah, right. Just saying. Um, Put a booby trap in the floor. Right. Uh, Wasn't that game? What was that game? Night Trap. Night Trap. I was looking up escalators for your house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's So there's companies that do escalators, but it looks like they're... I don't know if they only do commercial properties, but they're definitely pushing... Commercial properties. I'm sure you can get some sort of oh, I'm positive. Yeah, you. Can, I mean, with I mean, enough money, you can do whatever you want. There's a firm too. Absolutely. So you put it in yeah. payments. You don't have to pay it all at once. You can split it up. Well, I mean, I'm already paying, trying to pay down the deck, and that's not even finished because you know, shit contractors. But whatever. Um. Uh. uh and I mean, so like my wife and I, we bought a gym membership because we want to like move more. Like we want to move our bodies more yeah, so I it's and I, and I know that's like the uh that's the oh you want to get to the gym i just i hate that like i hate that like attitude no, but, but, see, but but you have the right idea you're not doing it because like i'm gonna be a better me and i'm gonna do the new you you're like no we need more movement in yeah. our core. so let's go to the gym and work on our movement like you have a specific most people don't go into that with specific things they're like i'm gonna go to the gym more it's like no, you're like, no, we need to, we need movement. Like I feel the same way. I have, my sister makes fun of me all the time because I used to do gymnastics. And now like my hips are like so tight that like they lock up way before they should. And she's like, you have no flexibility in your core whatsoever. Like she'll stretch my legs for me. And it's barely, like, she's barely even moving my legs. And I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking, I feel like you're ripping my muscles apart, which ultimately that's what stretching is. But like, it just, it hurts. And I'm like, She's like, you have no flexibility in your core at all anymore, and you need to get some because that's the first thing that causes bad stuff when you're older, especially if you're overweight. And I'm like, cool. Thanks for all that positive energy. <laughs> you're fat. You can't move, and you're going to die early because you fucking don't move. Cool. Thanks. High five. Yeah. Well, I mean, I look at the health issues that my parents are going through, and I'm like, I don't I don't want that to be me. It's like, that's, oh. good. that's a good – but that's a good – those are good goals. That's a good goal. I have a goal I'm setting for the podcast. I'm going yeah. to unveil this. We're going to unveil this right now. You guys ready? Can I get drunk? I Let's go Are for it. Drunk? I can't do it. That was a cool. That sounded like a fucking wet lawnmower. That's a vibrator. <laughs> you get a vibrator. That's good. <laughs> it goes, I don't know if it's making any noise. I don't know if it's making any noise. <laughs> Hopefully it did. Did you hear anything when I did that? I didn't hear anything, but oh wait, no, no, wait. Was it a little like tapping, like a yeah, yeah? I did hear oh, that. Okay, wow, these mics are fucking awesome. <laughs> no, any other mic would be like. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> um. All right, so we've decided collectively 
that we're going to try by the end of the year. Day one is day one of the year. Day 365 is the last minute that we can have this accomplished. We're going to collect one copy of every Sega Genesis game that was released in the United States. Licensed games, not like Custer's Revenge or anything weird like that. Only games that were licensed releases. I should I should say that, you know. I don't want to get the Columbine fucking game and have somebody send us all the weird fucking X-rated games that they have of, of you know, raping pixelated women. Right. There's the episode title. <laughs> raping pixelated, raping women. pixelated women. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> all right. That's so that's that that's one goal. Uh, I want to open up my core, mm. so I'm going to start doing stretches a lot more to to do that. Um, I'd like to. Ah, man, I just, I mean, obviously I'm going to be going for my PhD, so I'd like to figure that shit out. Um, I mean, but my, really my goals are just to move forward, onward and upward and accomplish things that I've wanted to accomplish. Like maybe, I don't know, maybe publish a book by the end of the year. That'd be cool. Um, you know, have this be, continue to be a thing for the whole year. That's definitely a goal because I love what we're doing here. Like I, I really, I really feel this. Every time we record, I think it's great. I don't know if we've ever said it on air. We say it off air all the time, but like I highly love it. I would love for speaking of the uh, what are we calling them? Brutes. Brute squad. Brute squad. I was talking to the brute squad. I would like you guys to interact more. Send us emails. I know we don't always announce the email that you can send us to, but like there's websites and there's ways to contact us. Let us know what you want to see. Let us know topics you want us to talk about. Send dick pics. Dick pics. Vagina yeah. pics. You know, send it prolapsed asshole pics. Blue waffles. I don't care. I, you, I'll pass on that one. Send whatever. You, you'll, you'll field those. Send infected fucking vaginas. I don't care. Oh, God. You know? if, if your vag looks like a Venus flytrap from Mario Brothers 2, cool, dude. Send it on. Let's do it. Let's throw shit at it. That's. <laughs> I mean, that should be everyone's motto is let's throw shit at it. Yeah, you know, uh, that's whatever. Oh, you like that dog? Let's throw shit at it. <laughs> oh, that chick's hot? Let's throw shit at her. Word. 